Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Match Ball. Hello there and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors who will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. They offer many great services, Michael, such as employment law. If you're about to get rid of a manager, for example, mm. you need to just consult, make sure you get everything in order. Contract law, if you want to give him a new deal. Mm. Maybe. He's still got, he's got three years left on his deal as Rooney. I had a look. He was given a three and a half year deal start of this season. Can Good. they do anything about people who are delulu? Because they got him tied down for his best years. <laughs> I've just seen Rooney saying we were causing them problems before the first goal. When? Before the first goal. Anyway, carry on. 3-0 uh, to Leeds against Birmingham. Turned into a bit of a walk in the park, didn't it, really? Um, or a waddle if you're Wayne Rooney. Indeed. So, uh, notes in front of me. I've got goals, starting lineup. Wayne Rooney, left-backs and man of the match. Where do you want to start with this, then? Uh, starting lineup. Starting lineup. Yep. That's that, that happened before it, it started, didn't it? Yeah. Well, are, we, are we attempting chronological order? Well, a little bit. I suppose to to say how, what fools we were to be worried about it. Mm. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what you two thought, but I saw it and went, ooh. Mm. I saw it and ooh. I thought, it's brave. It's one of those things that you applaud if it works, but if it doesn't work and it backfires, then you have questions, don't you? When you say, he's, he's cowed him, he's cowed by the crowd, he's farker, he's weak. Because, you know, our friend Marcelo Bielsa used to say, if plan A doesn't work, do plan A better. But um, he rolled the dice a bit today, didn't he? Put Bamford in up front. Um, what did you make of Pat's performance? And obviously he scored. He it was, was good. It was good, yeah. I was going to say, we don't know. I'm sure Farker will say he didn't drop anybody. He was ro- he said he would ro- rotate people, so it's time to rotate. And he he was saying a lot, like because we, we played away in underload. We spent a lot of time in underload. So that changed how much people could play, didn't it? So he probably, um, he won't be saying anybody got dropped, but um, a good chance to try something different if players needed resting. Right. And give opportunities to other players who need some minutes. So that's probably how he'll play it off and would have if we'd lost. But yeah, good old Bamford got a goal and uh, that was nice. Yeah, and Jorginho Ruta being moved to more of a number 10 position. So he was roaming around, uh, not leading the line as much. Did you like what you saw from George? I loved him today. Mm-hmm. I would say he was my man of the match, personally. I just really enjoyed watching him. Someone At some point, someone will put a touch map online and it'll show that he was just across the full width of the pitch. Mm-hmm. And Birmingham being Birmingham, led by a fool. <laughs> what did they do to combat that? I don't know, kick him a bit sometimes, but mainly just let him do what he I, wants. I didn't mention Keith Stroud, did I? 
Um, no, no. Little dinky referee. He's like a man, only smaller. Keith mm. Stroud. Uh, do you think he made a pig's ear of it today, or good performance? Or he's, he was one of the better ones, wasn't he? I didn't notice him too much. He tries. He, mm. he, the thing that annoyed me most, and it's such a minor thing, but when they had a free kick, he he was saying that he wasn't going to be taken until he blew his whistle, and he spent ages waving his whistle at Christopher Class, and I think he'd got it. I think mm. everybody had got the message that we're going to wait, but he still was like waggling his whistle in the air, like look, look. I noticed him doing that. I realised, but but um, Class wouldn't be able to see him behind the wall, would he? Because he's he's only yeah. he's only weak. I mean, he could have done with a milk crate to stand on something mm. like that, so I could have seen him over the wall. Um, Should he have given us a penalty at the end? I wasn't sure if that non one was inside the box or not. Looked. Out-ish. I mean, not that, not that it matters. No, a good good shot by uh, by Peru, I thought as well. They just ballooned it into into the thing. Um, just going back to the um, to the goals, if we could, because um, we're jumping around between that and the starting lineup. Have we covered off everything off we need to say about the starting lineup? No. Well, no, because Spence, I thought, was the main. That was actually the most controversial bit of it. I thought. Yeah. Because now he, having got into the team, you would expect him to stay there, wouldn't you? Yeah. But then, no, bombed out for a, a teenage midfielder again, which is a no. Doesn't reflect brilliantly on Spence. I don't think that he's been dropped straight away. I didn't think he was great in no. two games away. He was a bit um, underwhelming and. Again, Farker brain will probably be well. He's been seriously injured for a long time, so we need to bring him back in stages. But even then, when Byron went off, it was Furpo off the bench for his triumphant uh, brace of assists mm-hmm. rather than playing Spence on his wrong side. But um, maybe there was an element of going back to things that have been working as well because the two things in common of the two defeats were we were away and Spence was playing. And Gray was not a uh, right back. So go back to stuff that we know works. But then I guess up front was completely different, wasn't it? And yeah. it was an actual structural change up front as well. It wasn't just a matter of switching players out. It actually meant we played with someone who was always at the front and someone who was always behind them. Yes. Whereas Ruta and Piro, they do do that little switchy thing. Oh, they do, though, don't they, though? They do do that, don't they, though? Um, but it did actually make a, quite a difference, I thought, to have someone always at the front. Yeah, because when it's Rutter and Piru, it's a bit. It's always a bit of a misnomer when we talk about one of them playing at nine and one of them playing at ten. They kind of both play as tens and try and chip in late, running into the box and doing one twos and stuff. Bamford, it was actually from the. He was actually he was offside after ten seconds. He was, which was there great. Was, there was quite a few laughs around that. But it's it set uh, it set out exactly what he was going to do, which was be an old fashioned positionally number nine and pin their uh, defence back because they couldn't leave him alone. And that meant all the space was Rutter, Somerville and James kind of mixing up, mixing up. Probably because of where they started, Rutter was usually in the middle of what you'd call the 10, but he was just as often he'd... It, it was roaming, wasn't he? He was roaming and it meant the other two also yeah. roamed with him and Archie Gray um, was much further forward a lot of the times. So Jan James would go to number 10 and then Archie Gray's out on the right wing and Rutter's kind of in between them um, linking the play and it was so it's almost a not a completely different way of playing but a a different way of playing to how it is with Piru it wasn't as simple as just putting Bamford in for him and swapping with Rutter there was a uh, quite a change in where the space was and and the opening goal was I think it was Coventry wasn't it who scored a 
a goal with a cross from that side. And I'm sure after that game, we were sort of saying we don't really score goals like that. Well, just I was going to say big basic championship goals where a winger gets down the side and just puts it in the box. Exactly. And there's, there's someone there heads it in. The reason why I was interchanging between talking about the starting lineup and the goals is because I've kind of conflated them in my mind because mm-hmm. both the first two goals were getting to the byline, pulling it back or sticking it across. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And, and yeah, it was it was a it was a basic bitch goal, but it counted, didn't it? I mean, the Dan James one is more of a we do. That's more of a Bielsa goal, isn't it? The fullback in round the back pulls it back, and someone scores. Yeah, it was one of his one of his defined it, methods, wasn't it? Yeah. It was def- it was deflected in there, wasn't it? But the the first one was a real a real basic championship goal, and yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And may, big... maybe that's just what you need sometimes. Sometimes because we're coming up against these these massed ranks of defenders on the edge of the area, and we're trying the little interchanges and the tippy taps, which we saw a, bit, a little bit today, like Kamara at one point was trying to do it with Somerville just on the edge of the area and they just the space just didn't seem to exist you know that little one-two that they do just didn't seem to exist but then we got that joy from just going down the sides getting the crosses in and uh, getting behind them well it's Bamford I mean um, Dan James wasn't quite he was quite far off the byline when he, he put his crossing but he'd been facing up that fullback often and putting in high crosses which I don't think has Peru ever headed the ball he's not bad in the air if you, if you see his, his yeah, general he's record he's, just, he's never that far forward that early is he as a rule he's normally coming, coming from late which is I think is the point that we're making about the, the change of position whereas the opening goal I think the ball was um, at Archie Gray's feet and Bamford basically told him pointed at um, Dan James to give it to him and as soon as it was at Dan James' feet uh, it was the second or third time James had tried one of those high crosses to the back post and it's because Bamford is there and Bamford actually um, oh, he hung in the air. It was a good, the way he got up and stayed there. It was one of those kind of um, staying in the air jobs and headed in which I don't I don't know well, much Lee, about Piru in the air. Yeah, Lee in the comments has said, great cross from James for our first goal. Bamf's hung in the air like a clothes peg on a washing line. There we go. That's a beautiful way of putting it. Um, which, with our other way of playing, there's not really a lot of point in doing that because I don't think uh, Somerville is going to hang in the air and be beating um, although Dan James got a well for one header anywho uh, it was orchestrated by Bamford and it was noticeable that Dan James had got on had got the message that we had a different sort of striker in the box who could have a different kind of delivery whereas some of the if I was going to criticise some of the other forwards who were still playing as if Peru was there whether we're just doing the same stuff as has not been working in other games Rutter yeah. and Somerville love those little one-twos when they're rushing into the box and I don't know the last time one of them actually ended in a, in a goal whereas Different striker, different kind of cross, and we score. 15 minutes in, and it looked like Operation Sign a Left Back was going to have to be cranked up to new heights because Byron went down injured, and you thought, uh-oh, Sam Byram-style injury. Junior came on. Junior did junior bits. Well, he didn't. He did non-junior bits. That was the point. Double assist, was it? Was Did he get two assists? He did. Wow. It's not that non-junior bits. He's quite, he, 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 quite last season when he, he got praised and people started unironically singing his name was because he was getting assists and goals mm. he does right. do it was, this it was, like in little a, bursts. it was like a two week period though wasn't it? exactly so mm. he's done it once so it is a re- if he never does this again then we can say it's, <laughs> okay. it's exactly in keeping with everything we've seen from football but he's um, to keep it consistent he'll now be out for six weeks presumably yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> sorry Junior park at ye it's a new year new year new you let's not be so new, cynical new Junior maybe. new Junior maybe it is him maybe. and Bamford bringing it back mm. and I mean it is a bit weird in some ways. If you'd have to go back very far to see that a Bamford, Furpo, Dan James, Cooper, Cooper as well. Yeah, that that being basically the winning team seemed very unlikely, didn't it? A lot, lot long ago. Yeah, because it felt like we were taking not steps backwards, but it reminded you of a previous time or an era that's supposed to be 
you know, or it seems like we're moving past um, mm. that that kind of era of player. Well, Dan James today, I thought he was excellent. Um, should have had a hat trick, as he said on LUTV afterwards. Yep, but he's again, it's some some of the defensive stuff he does as well. It's just brilliant. So many times he just appears from nowhere. Yeah, that one, that one on the corner where he um, was it when he tracked back on the corner. Oh no, it was that he was down on the right the right hand um, touchline as we look at it. Then they're left when uh, the ball was lost, wasn't it? And he made that recovery run and everybody gave him a round mm. of applause in the second half, which was nice. A nice moment. He needs a song. Yeah. Can you get a little scum bastard into a song or something? I'm trying to think what it rhymes with. It's one of those, we kind of, um, especially based on the last game, who did we lose to? Um, Preston. Preston. West Preston. Brom. The West Brom, Brom game. Was it? When Wilf started instead of him, it kind of, as the, further, the further we get away from loaning James to Fulham and bringing Nonto in, we had that little spell where like, oh, actually Wolf Nonto looks like the best player in the world. But then with some more knowledge, you kind of look back on that period and go like, well, he was good for a bit, but would a, a Dan James all season have maybe have been a little bit more useful than, uh, what was it, the six good weeks we got of Wilf? Mm. Um, and certainly in the last match, um, Nonto didn't look great, did he? And it was no surprise. Thing that was a very uncontroversial move was bringing Dan James back in. And Dan James immediately just looked like he should be pretty much the first name um, on the team in every game because he's just been brilliant this year. And, yeah. and, the, and the, 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 goal. the work that he does, yeah. yeah. In terms of basic stuff as well, I, I made a note, minute one, I've put DJ Carnoise is my um, is my note I've made to myself because he just got it. Oh, I did that. Booted it, past <laughs> their, just booted it past their fullback and ran after it and crossed yeah, it. Yeah. I think back, he crossed it to Bamford. I think Bamford took a bit of a bad touch, but first minute I was like, yeah, good. Just do that. Yeah, like, run past them, stick it in the box. He just loads quicker than them, so do that. Knock it past them, put it in the box. Now, which do you think we've been guilty of maybe overcomplicating it at times against some of these more basic teams? It's hard to say because Birmingham are more basic than most. Right. Because they're, they're awful. Because they're really, really badly organised. And they're really, really bad at playing football. What yeah. were they doing today? Was it a 5-2-3 of sorts kind of thing? <laughs> no idea. They didn't... Well, they don't seem to... I don't, I don't know what the, how they intended to win that game because they don't seem to... They oh, they're they, still stood off us when they were losing. That's right? what I mean. Yeah. They don't seem to press like ever. But then they don't have any structure that's difficult to break down either. Like sometimes you get it, teams will stand off, but that's because they're, they're keeping rigid banks of four or whatever and they've got a plan to, you know, mark the men that are that are going to cause danger. And Whereas Birmingham didn't seem to do any of that. They no. just seem to have been sent out to be like, I don't know. You sort yourself out, lads. It looked like they'd been put together by an idiot. <laughs> it's. <laughs> do you think that maybe was what happened? It seems likely. It's, it's down as a three four one two on sofa score, which is essentially the same as a five three two. So that probably because they can't fit the all the surnames on the screen. Um, and Rooney has been obsessing over clean sheets. I think they've got two clean sheets in the last two games, but right. they've been dreadful. Pretty much like there's been no shots on target for either team, and he's been going like, "No, this is a good sign. Everybody like should be dead happy about this." Um, and uh, no, so they got uh, no, they got a clean sheet against Bristol, which was nil nil. They lost three one to Stoke, so that was it. He was like, "We've been conceding too many. I'm going to get this nil nil against Bristol, and then that's going to change everything." Is that the platform? That's the platform. Yeah, and um, I don't think they'll get it. But it's not just the lack of structure. It's the, they couldn't kick to each other. They couldn't pass. They couldn't control it. There was a bit where um, it was near the start of the second half where they they tried playing the ball around at the back, which is why Rooney was brought in. They were all like, oh, 
these the Americans who've owned them are Fearless like, oh, football they wanted, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Tom Brady doesn't like watching John Eustace winning games. We want to have some, we want to play like Manchester City and that's how we'll get out of the championships. That's what they're trying to do. And the one try, time they tried to do it, they, they just, the more passes they played to each other, the more panic they got until John Ruddy just boosted it out of play. It's like, I... Um, yes, the word in my mind at that point was lol. It was and I kept just laughing all the way through. Because some of that bit of play was actually not bad. Like some of the little interchange and mm. stuff were quite good, but then they had no uh, they had no plan to get it ever move it out of the defence. So the defence were just playing <laughs> around between themselves until all of a sudden they were like, yeah. we, we've, we've done like 30 passes here. If, we, if we keep doing 30, this... It never yeah. got to 30. No, it didn't. But it felt like... It if felt we like keep the, doing this, it'll, ha- it'll have a happy ending. They just basically passed themselves into a circle until eventually someone had to go, just... Please get rid of it. Yeah. Can we, you mentioned Ruddy there, actually. Can we give him credit for his short arms on Bamford's header as well? It felt like he, he did full, he full T-Rex armed it. Little Pickford. Yeah. yeah. It just looked like he could have maybe stretched a little bit for that. Yeah. It was a bullet header. He had no chance. Okay. He's a sizable unit, isn't he? Chris Clarsen's grown a bit as well, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, I like, looked at him. I expected some sort of bloody, like, wimpy teenage boy or I think whatever. he's enjoyed his Christmas. Yeah. Looks like he had a big... He filled out his shorts well. Did it's you enjoy your Christmas, would you say? They're all right, yeah. 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 You Good. didn't come Did... back with a bleach blonde mullet. No. That would have been fun for a new, new, new year, new you, wouldn't it? I would, have, I would pay to see that. Yeah. But he did all right, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And when he was called upon to make that, was it the one save that he had to do? Mm. He was there and he was awake to it. And I'm he... still not sure what he saved it with. It might have even been his ass. I think it got deflected and he had to kind of, so he dived for the original shot and then there was a deflection. It ended up kind of, mm. he's hesitated in a correct way to adjust his body I think his feet have kind of got rid of it it looked hell unorthodox mm. but then um, I think the deflection was the reason fair enough but oh, yeah, I thought he did alright because I think everyone was maybe a little bit worried by that as well mm. going back to the starting lineup because we've not it's his first start isn't it yeah is it his first he's not even started the cup game Clarkson yeah mm, I think so yeah he came on when the uh, Wolves didn't he that time but I can't think we've seen him since Liam Cooper seems a little bit nervous of him he's spending quite mm. a lot of time kind of uh, weighing up whether to pass to him and then sort of resorting to just shouting at him instead and giving the ball to somebody else. Um, so I wasn't sure if he was totally convinced by it. Uh, Steve just said, unfamiliarity. Sorry, Steve was just saying that helped the recovery after a festive heart attack. If that is an actual heart attack that you've had over Christmas, Steve, get well soon. I believe it is, yes. Yeah. Oh, it, Steve. Steve. Steve who did the walk. Right, yeah. yeah. Don't have a heart attack, Steve. We'd prefer you in one piece yeah. if you could. Bloody hell, Steve. That was quite calm today, though. Yeah. That, that was not a heart attack game, was it? That was just... Get the lead. This lot of shit. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely fine. I yeah. wasn't really worried at any point today. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get a fancy new watch for, for Christmas and it obviously monitors your heart rate and all mm. that, doesn't it? At no point did I get... I got an alert for noise, but not an mm. alert for heart rate. So, um, all good in the hood in that respect. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What else have we talked about and we need to talk about? Left backs, we covered that off, didn't we? Byron Furpo. Uh, Do we still need to sign one? I guess we haven't decided, though. Is it going to be, is Furpo the one? Or do we want another one? Let's get another one. Let's get another one. Let's get another one. I, I just I think on. Sam Byram is as good as he is. Is just a little bit of a worry, isn't he? And let's like we can't rely on him. And you you never more than a, you know you never more than six feet away from a rat in London or whatever you say or whatever they say. You never more than a couple of weeks away from a junior furpo injury. Mm. I think with Byram, even if this was all we get out of him this season, you'd have to still say he's been a good signing. Oh yeah, because he was brilliant for. But a dozen games, wasn't he, in the middle of it, and won us a lot of points. And he's one so. of the few grown up, proper grown ups we've got in the squad. As didn't cost far, us anything. Yeah, as far, far I mentioned, it's quite a, quite a young squad, and he's one of the senior citizens now, isn't it? Mm. Even though we all think he's still eighteen. Yeah, he'll always be a little Sam Byron. I would say that as well, on because we were talking about having Furpo and James and uh, Liam Cooper all in a winning team together. Is that Cooper with Strauch out has been great? Both games, I think he's been very good. It, yeah, there were there were one or two moments today where Rodon covered for him. I thought, but yeah, it was all right. I think on one of those occasions, it was because Furpo had wandered upfield. It was when they <laughs> yeah, had that ball was, down the side. He's a, he's, a free, he's, just, he's a free spirit. He's a free spirit. He is, and it's it's kind of, it's whether you say Rodon covered for him in the sense of saving his backside or just the... That's Rod, his job. Or, yeah, Rodon's just faster. All right, Roy <laughs> So if... Yeah, when that, just be glad I didn't do the accent again. Okay. When that sort of thing does happen, it's kind of, yeah, Rodon you're fast to deal with it and I'll I'll go and cover somebody else. So I think he's been um, solid. And there was um, it was noticeable when uh, Byram was injured, Cooper kind of had Roden and Archie Gray together because they, I think it was um, Roden had tried to play out and Gray had intercepted it on its way to Dan James and that kind of led to the attack and he was kind of, um, Cooper was getting them together and sort it out. I enjoyed as well Roden... Roden gets away with some stuff sometimes, like when he cleared the ball straight at Ethan Ampadu's head and they had a, a Birmingham nearly had a chance that time. He's great. But then Liam Cooper also, if we're talking about yeah, the demerit is when he tried to Cruyff turn backwards between two players who were standing behind him. That was an interesting... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I made it up. That was about, it was about 15 minutes in that I one. Enjoyed, yeah, great. I enjoyed that. 10 out of 10 for effort. No idea what he was Absolutely no need for it whatsoever. <laughs> just move forward into the space, but now I'm going, he's going backwards. He's um, going backwards. Should we talk about Tyler Roberts and it was how nice it was to see... Um, that, I mean, no, that as well, yeah, actually. The, it was it was Clarsen's fault, kind of, the road on twatting it at Ampadu's head because Clarsen should really have been yelling for that and coming out and getting it, but instead mm. he left it and Rodon had it and then he did. He, he did. could have he could have put the ball anywhere else, though. Yeah. Ethan Ampadu's not got that big a nog, <laughs> uh, noggin. Uh, nonce, did you just say? I did, but I meant noggin. <laughs> Bonce. Bon, yeah, it was a combination of noggin and bonds, wasn't it? Anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, as I was saying, Tyler Roberts, nice to see him again. 
one of your little heroes there? Yeah, that brightened up my day. It was pretty much, um, if we really wanted to take it back, then we could have had him swapping shirts and we would have Furpo, Bamford, Dan James, Tyler Roberts, mm-hmm. even, I sort of associate Christopher Clarkson with all all that as well because he's such a, Clarkson's sort of a weird presence. That It's one of Victor Orta's, everyone pays attention to the fact that we've never had a left back, but the fact that we were um, Kiko Casilla apart has such a problem with ever having us signing a goalkeeper who was in the 20s. Um, it, it was just, yeah, that was always a confusing thing. Bailey Peacock Farrell, Christopher Klaassen, um, Ilan Melier, these are all children. Um, but hey, if you can't trust um, Casilla and then Carl Darlow can't keep his thumb um, in its socket, then what else are you going to do? And yeah, Roberts, he uh, he tried to do a thing, didn't he? It didn't work. Never mind. He got <laughs> Wayne Rooney's fault. Rodan cleared him out. Then Rodan booted him with about thirty seconds of coming on as well. Didn't Welsh teammates? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. And you know, after the the hand wringing and the panic over Christmas about the points that we dropped, Ipswich dropped points, Southampton dropped points. Table wise, we've um, closed the gap at the top. Table on screen if you're on the live stream, by the way. You've used your little toy. Well done. Yes, I've used my little toy. Yeah. Where were we when we played Ipswich? How far behind them we were, were we? Ten points off second. And then we got it. And then before this game, we were nine points behind them. So we closed it by one. And then we are now uh, seven. So game week by week, point by point, it is seven, isn't it? 55 minus 48. Yeah. Southampton have spoiled the party a little bit. Yeah. But if it's. Um, if 1-2 ends up being Southampton leads, that's all right, isn't it? Hmm. You're seeing that's, that happening, yeah? I don't think Leicester are going to win like, another game. It feels like Leicester, Leicester are going to win another game. I'd probably make Leicester favourites for it, I would. They were only playing Huddersfield today. What, what did you expect? Yeah, I mean, they are, they're going to be gone because they're, what, 10 points clear at the top now. Um, and we are, we're talking, we're slipstreaming these other teams. It does look like, like Ipswich are having a genuine wobble. Doesn't mm. it? Oh, no, they, are. they definitely are. It's just, yeah, like you said, it's just a shame that Southampton have come in and been rude about the whole thing. But yeah. they could only draw with Norwich at Norwich today um, when we did better than that, so we're better than them. Yeah, and West Brom losing as well just keeps, just puts that distance back as well, doesn't it? That we, they gained on us the other week. Yeah. So. It was one of the kind of the um, weird things about how intense the pressure got over Christmas because losing two games in a row and losing them both away and losing them both in kind of similar ways was not ideal. But also, um, we ended up a point nearer to second, so it was all a bit mad. And you can say, well, we were, what is it, two or three games nearer to the end of the season, so we've got two or three fewer opportunities to try and uh, make up the gap. But also, there's still so many games left, it almost doesn't matter. Championships. Farker's right where he says, like, just get to April and see what's happening, worry about it then. And he, he did that... Um, the pre-match press conference for this one was when he was talking about going up the stairs... And go and make sure that step one is like step one is make sure you're not when you've got when you're coming down from the Premier League. Step one is make sure you're not getting relegated again. Step two, I hope we don't do that. Step two is get yourself up near the top of the, the table. Step three is stay there so that you're putting yourself in the mix for promotion. I think step four is um, get if promoted, you're in, huh? if you're in the top six, be as close to um, third as possible so that you're near the too, and he's like kind of taking it that these are the sections like we can tick a lot of those things off so far and then keep doing those stuff and then you're in the right sort of place to um, do something towards the end of the season obviously Leicester have just done something different they've, just, they've got a, they've taken they've got the lift 
<laughs> yes, yeah, they've avoided, just got straight on the escalator. Yeah. Boom, straight to the top. But that's their problem. Uh, the post-match comments coming in from the press conference. Um, I mean, Farker's saying stuff that, you know, obviously we kind of expect him to. Delighted for Bamford, so on and so forth. Difficult time, good pre-season. Um, wanted to start a game. Um, obviously had a long-term injury, eight weeks out. Needs goals for confidence. Good feeling today. Excellent. Hit the post as well, didn't he, Bamford? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you enjoy his clearance, by the way, for... I think he got when he got when he oh, he, got, with the diving header and he cleared it for them. Yes, that was, that was fun. Right it was there. a d- awkward height that wasn't it. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether to go with the, the head or the foot. I don't think. But um, yeah, it's good. But Rooney, yeah, as you Been mentioned, yet? not yet. As you mentioned, Moscow. Uh, I thought we actually started well until they scored the first goal. We were causing the problems in transition, which is where we thought we he's could a hurt. Fu- he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> what on earth has he seen there? <laughs> They got the second goal and from there we didn't really look like getting back into it. That was the most disappointing thing. And in terms of criticism from the away end, he'll battle on, he will. How many of Birmingham's 28 he, points has he won? Because I'm sure, fighter. They were, were they not like sixth or seventh when yeah, he came I'm in? Sure, I'm sure they had about 20 points when he came in and he's been there for about four months. I think he's got 10 out of an available, it will now be 48. I thought 28. Wow. Can it be 48? Yeah, because it's multiplied 16 by 16 games. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. It, the, that was uh, fun anyway today. Yeah, the Birmingham to, fans yeah. were... Um, oh, laying the, them and then all that, yeah. Well, no, even before that, they did the classic thing of in the first half, they were singing... They did what Derby fans did with Frank Lampard. I always find it a bit weird where they're going, he's Wayne Rooney, he's won more than you, mm. which the Leeds fans sang exactly the same back because mm. Wayne Rooney's won more than Birmingham City, so it's not really anything for a, a Birmingham fan to celebrate. And then as soon as the third goal went in, they were like, get out of our club! <laughs> Hold on a minute, half an hour ago, you thought he was great. We were saying, like, me and you, weren't we, when we arrived back in Moscow, that um, we both were in the stadium to see Rooney start to make uh, a line towards the away end to applaud them, was promptly told to, to foxtrot Oscar and just made his way straight down the Sunday Kelly. You watch him do a 90-degree 90 90 diversion to the right. He was like, no, nah, I'm not having this. I'm, I'm going. Because they were all saying, off you go, Wayne. Mm. I don't think we like you very much. His playing career wasn't always about success. He scrapped in a relegation battle with Everton. He believes in himself. It's difficult for the players at the minute. We have to keep believing we'll get through this. The way he got out of the relegation battle at Everton was by signing for Manchester United. Are we saying history is going to repeat that he's going to be um, plucked from this adversity and uh, take over from Ten ten Hag because I'm personally in favour of that. He doesn't know the club at Birmingham, does he? That's probably what what the issue has been. It's the same problem with DC United as well. He didn't know the country. Yeah, he didn't know the country. But Carrington, it's there for a minute. Yeah, knows where all the leaks are in the roof and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) But yeah, a nice day, I think, and a nice antidote to what's been a failure. I mean, they ruined my Christmas to a certain extent in Leeds by losing Mm. two games. And I went into this one a little bit anxious about the whole affair just with the changes, because the changes had in another curveball, because you almost expected Farker just to revert to type and put in his favourite 11. And then it was a fairly bold move. It paid off. So it feels like we've had a little bit of a reset. Is that how you feel it, coming out of it? It's a day when all my um, pessimism has failed as well, because following the scores, you went, oh, of course, Southampton are winning. Fucking typical. Of course, they're, oh, actually, Norwich v They'll get a late winner. Yeah. But, and then, oh, Stoke it out and uh, down well, 10 men. Well, Ipswich are going to win now. I gather, I, I gather from people watching that um, abroad uh, were messaging me, so thank you. Um, let me know that Stoke actually had a, a goal ruled out wrongly for offside during that game. And I was so I was kicking my heels a little bit at that. And then um, they had a man sent off, didn't they, for like the last 10 or 15 mm. minutes. So I thought, oh God, this is going to result in a goal. Mm. But no, I didn't. So 67 minutes he was sent off, on actually. Oh, was it? That's quite early. Mm. So well done. And Ipswich well done, still so. couldn't break down no. their pack defence. It's almost like we're not unique mm. in uh, those troubles. We haven't talked about Somerville's goal. That was a good. goal we haven't, have we? Sure, and the uh, the ball from as Lee has just said, the ball from Jorginho to Furpo 
for that goal mm. was super duper. It was very nice indeed, wasn't it? And then good cross by Furpo pulled it back to him in a calm finish Somerville. He's, he's good from there where, he's, where he can just decide, I think I'll put it over there. And yeah. credit to Pat Bamford for getting out of the yes. way. Because he was offside. And he, I was watched, offside. He, I made, watched, he made very carefully, to, made very sure to get out of the way. Of I, watched the, uh, I watched the liner for about 30 seconds after that and the liner kind of stood there with the flag and I thought, are you going to, and the liner thought, mm, I might, I might, but no, do you know what? I'm not going to do. But the liner didn't kind of run back to the halfway line as I think they're supposed to do. I think Bamford was ready to throw all the packet ham he could find at Keith Strauss's stress that he was not interfering with play. But I mean, point. in the end, good officiating for not giving it offside because it wasn't, it wasn't interfering no. with play. It wasn't in the keeper's eye line or anything like that. So good. It was Ips- all good. Ipswich not one in five now. Finished. Yeah. Yeah, finished mm-hmm. club. They should sack the manager. Um, apparently, Palace have been sniffing round McKenna, haven't they? And plus one other Premier League club whose name escapes me at the moment. But I saw uh, tweets to that effect and uh, indulged in a load of wishful thinking, thinking, yeah, good. Some of them might want to sign Farker for playing outfield. He had another good uh, good touch today. He did. Was sort of so behind the back, like a, what would you call it? It was sort of a, sort of a back, back heel, heel yeah. It? Plucked the ball out of the air with, with his uh, heel and brought it down. And uh, Roderbrook and tried not to look um, as if he was showing off, but he definitely was. <laughs> Because he could easily have just let that go, but no. Nope. He should have gone for the full scorpion kick. Should have gone to ground with it. <laughs> uh, man of the match for you, what are you saying? I really like Ruta. But I think equally you could you could argue Dan James or Somerville. Yeah, or, Scott's or, suggesting Dan James. Missed yeah. a lot. Missed, missed a fair few chances, maybe. Oh, he always... He's got to stick at least one into the mm. uh, side netting. It was funny, Ruta couldn't be man of the match for at the end when Ampadu nearly scored and gave a big lesson in why he never does. Yeah. Because um, Rutter was off the pitch at that time and he was sort of sitting, you know, when some players just sit in front of the dugouts with the coat on. He was up and he was bouncing around, like wishing for that ball to go in. And when it didn't, he dropped to his knees. And because the game ended not long after, he was straight on to Ampadu and he was like, he's basically pointing at that goal, laughing his head off. Or was like, how did you not score? Um, was it the, was good it question the, was it the third goal it must have been because it was the one at the cop end where um, the celebration was going on in front of the fans and then Jorginho just sort of bowled in from um, several yards away and just kind of leapt in the air like a ballet dancer oh, having, I, didn't, I didn't notice that having, yeah it just kind of it just kind of made me just go ha it's good I still think we could uh, even as the best player today and playing behind the striker we could still I think use that player, that kind of Pablo that we've been talking about, because Russ is quite um, instinctive and kind of off the cuff, and he gets things wrong as often as he gets them right from that position. When they come off, they come off in a really good way, like the setting up the goal for um, Furpo to cross for Somerville was perfect, but it was a bit kind of like, because that was when Birmingham were trying to play out and the opportunity presented itself. It's like, and it was more about um, quality of execution of like, it was the right ball, but the, the ability, the technique with which he played it made sure it was good. I'm not sure, basically because he's 21 and he's not played a lot of football, that he, um, I can sort of see why as a 10 he's not, um, you, you want somebody more experienced there. And mm. so I would wonder if against a team that isn't quite as spectacularly dog shit as Birmingham, <laughs> um, whether the, the You'd you'd need we'll be back in that mm. uh, thing that we've had for the last two games. If it's like, where is the kind of the brain, the intelligence that's going to unlock this? If the kind of the chance isn't gone, where it's like, right, do that really well, and then they can do that really well. So it's kind of um, he can be player of the match today, but I'm still in favour of uh, somebody popping up in January, yeah. like resurrected 
semi-sayes can come back. I do because yeah, I, I, there were points where you thought a better manager might have just put someone to man mark him. Mm. Really like, I don't know which one he is. Which one is he? He keeps running about. I keep track of him. <laughs> on which note, we will uh, we'll sign off of the show and say that thanks for joining us on the live stream as well. And happy new year to you. We've got the usual lineup of shows returning this week and we've got some mm. propaganda we're recording. Phil, we're going to speak to Phil actually after we finish the stream here. Um, get a couple of little episodes out of that. You know, milk that teat and all that. Mm. What um, are going to be doing Phil? Uh, you're milking his teats. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. You can just have this cup if you want. And how long this has been here? Only since over Christmas. Only since over Christmas. Horrible. We've had a game every three days, so it's either three, six, or nine days. Right, well... Don't think this glass of water's fresh either. This was here when it came in as well. Happy New Year. We'll see you on the other side, all right? The Match Ball. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.